Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Robert Fisher, and it's my pleasure this evening to welcome my guest, Ilya Blandina, who is a nurse practitioner, a midwife, uh, a practitioner of EFT and MR tapping, which are healing modalities, and we're going to learn more about that um, when she calls in. And while we're waiting for Ilya to call in, um, I think it's it's worth talking about um, some of the things that all of us have to be grateful for. You know, with all the things happening in the world today, it takes a lot to just take a few steps back and look at all the blessings we have in our lives. And every one of us listening, whether it's in the United States or around the world, has multiple blessings, basic things such as food, water, a place to live. Uh, these are things that um, we should all be very, very grateful for. And Ilya is calling in. Let's bring her on the air. Ilya, is that you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I was just introducing you, and um, while waiting for you to call in, I was telling our listeners how in the kind of world we're living in, in which the news can be oppressive and brutal, it's often a good thing to take a few steps back, pause, and just be grateful for the basic things in our life. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, I most certainly do. Yeah, and, you know, just... grateful is... Imperative. I totally embrace that sentiment. And, uh, you know, especially the world today, um, if you really subject yourself to the news, the media, it can be a, it can, it, it can seem like a scary place, but the minute you put that stuff on the back burner and focus on the good things that are right in front of you, your perspective shifts. Absolutely. It's, um, it's all about being present. Right. And also about, I think, moving away from from the fear modality, which seems to be something that the media loves to impose on the American people, loves to get them afraid over everything. So, um, you know, one of the things that I like to look for um, on this radio broadcast, especially with the guests that I have the privilege of having on my show, is to provide an alternative to that fear-inspired media, to actually show people that there are people out there in the world today right now who are helping other people and helping themselves live a healthier, more balanced life. And I think it's really important to have that information disseminated because too many people are just subjected to, to negative news today. 
I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, um, especially uh, with the work I'm doing with uh, pregnant women. They like to gravitate to that, uh, those shows, you know, um, on Discovery Channel and all that where, you know, the birth story and and because of how TV is um, basically geared to presenting like the worst case scenario when in reality the uh, majority of women have normal births. Right, and that's just one example of how the media seems to uh, thrive on getting people afraid in every aspect of their life. Absolutely. You know, um, I've recently made the decision to get rid of my cable TV because I've come to the conclusion over the last six months or so, especially when you watch the, the regular networks, the ones that have commercials, I would say almost half the commercials are by drug companies trying to get you afraid that you have a particular illness and to sell you a pill to take away that illness. But, of course, as you know from watching these commercials, the side effects of taking this medication are often worse than the symptoms that are being alleviated. It's, it's almost like it's a, such a scary scenario that are being imposed on people. And when you're watching these commercials, you know, this is energy that whether you like it or not, you're absorbing it. Uh, yeah, that's very true. It it, it sort of um, gives you the impression that uh, the best way to uh, to fix something is with a pill, and right. that um, you know you should be up on all the latest and greatest medications so that you can go to your healthcare provider and then just suggest, oh, I should be on this pill or right. shouldn't I use this pill? When in reality, right. um, you have to work with your your energetic self. Exactly, and that's what you and I are here to give people an alternative to seeing, I think. Uh, you know, uh, I heard a very alarming statistic, which I believe is fairly accurate, that almost 30% of the American people are on some mood-altering drug, anti-anxiety, anti-depressant drug. 30% of the American people. Just think about that for a moment. Yeah, it's a good one-third. Absolutely. Right. It's a really scary thought. And uh, and a lot of people in our country have succumbed to that mentality that if there's something wrong, what's the pill that's going to fix it really fast? Rather than making the effort to look within and try and activate, you know, the natural healing abilities that all of us possess. And that's why I'm thrilled to have you on the air, Ilya, because you definitely are someone who is moving people in the direction of looking within, finding the healing power within, and using that power naturally. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with healing, please. Well, I'm a. Uh, I've been a nurse since 1985, and a nurse midwife since 1994, and so I um, practice out of um, a hospital, a, a private practice where we deliver in the hospital. Uh, and what I've always um, seen myself doing is trying to provide uh, a normalcy in, in an arena that tends to um, deal with, um, you know, high risk or or either, um, you know, they're very quick to, to use medication and, and that kind of thing. So I've always um, 
helped either women voice what they wanted in their birth um, or or been open to, um, you know, sort of like an intermediary between the, the nursing staff and, and the um, medical staff to to provide as as common environment as possible in a in a hospital setting. So um with that in mind, uh I uh was introduced to a modality of um tapping on your meridian points and releasing uh negative emotions uh, from pre- previous past events. And so I started using that uh, with uh, women and their partners to help them clear uh, their negative emotions regarding past events that could affect their childbirth experience. That's fascinating. Now, now for those of us who are unfamiliar with that process, when would you intervene in the pregnancy to start the tapping process? And could you describe, please, in greater detail, is that the MR tapping that you're talking about? No, it's called Emotional Freedom Techniques, EFT. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it, 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 when to intervene, you can basically intervene at any point in time. Whenever um, a- anyone feels... Uh, their emotions are uh, triggered by something, an event that's happened to them, and they're upset about something. It could be anything. It could be a, new, a news that they heard on, on TV, like you were talking before, or it could be um, a fear about their previous birth um, that uh, didn't go the way they wanted wanted it to go, uh, any, any of those you know, um, circumstances. So as in, in my regular practice, as uh, women and their families presented, depending on uh, what their fears were or their anxieties were, then uh, we would do tapping on their actual emotions, on the negative emotions. And and, and basically it's it's... What happens, negative emotions uh, block the energy flow through your body and and they limit your ability to see things clearly and to make uh, calm and, and good decisions for you. So uh, when you don't have that disruption that uh, cleared in your body, then you tend to react as... Uh, to everything and things trigger you and you tend to be more upset where when you clear that those uh, negative emotions and the negative thoughts then you are able to um, make more clear decisions and be happier excellent now how does that process actually work could you could you describe it in greater detail yeah, well, it uses the meridian points, um, which are the like acupuncture acupuncture points um, mm-hmm. in your body, and it uses the main ones in the upper area of your body. So, um, a session would start with identifying a specific event that made you upset, mm-hmm. and okay. um, you would first uh, tap on what is called the karate chop point, which is the area on the meaty side of your um, hand, right between the uh, pinky knuckle on the bottom and your wrist, where you would do like a karate chop on something. 
So you would tap on that area and you would say something like, even though I'm very afraid of uh, my my birth because I remember having a, a bad experience my last birth, um, I completely accept myself. And and you want to say that because what what you want to do is, in light of all this, you know, um, law of attraction and doing affirmations, which is a lot of what's out there um, in the birthing community is to do this constant affirmation, you have to sort of be aware that even though you have this affirmation that you may be saying, um, you have to listen to your inner voice of what comes after you say the af- affirmation. Uh, it's the yeah, but kind of scenario. And yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. My birth I mean, will be a I, wonderful experience and I'll be able to do it naturally. And then your right. mind goes, yeah, but my mom said I always uh, that she needed a C-section and so I probably will too. So in okay. other words, it's not just the affirmation, but you really have to believe what you're saying too. Yeah, I mean, and the the affirmations are really cool because it unlocks the your limiting belief of the affirmation. And and what you want to do is work on that that limiting belief because then you can unlock the affirmation and actually make it happen. So when you come up with that, oh yeah, but um kind of scenario, then you you hone in on a specific experience that you had that makes that um, true, your true negative affirmation is what is what you're saying to yourself, actually. So you want to find out where where in your life that happened that made it true for you, and work on how you feel about that event. So you would tap on the on the on the karate chop point um, of uh, acknowledging the fact that you do have this negative emotion about this event and how it affects you, and that even though you have that that you still love and accept yourself the way you are because uh, it's really important to to be in it's a, it's a, like being being present you know um so you do that and then you uh start tapping uh and you do reminder phrases of how you're feeling of that specific event so you would tap on the top of your head and then you would tap and you would say a reminder phrase oh this this fear of my previous birth experience. And I'm I'm saying it generally, but, you know, uh, you want to become as specific as possible, but just for teaching purposes, you would tap on the top of your head and you would say this fear again and you would do it on your eyebrow point, which is right as your eyebrow starts near the bridge of your nose. You would tap there. Then you would do it on the corner of your eye, which is right at that little V-shape area, not near your temple. That's too far back and not on your eyeball, but right where you feel that little V-shape area, the corner of your eye. And you would do it under your eye, which is about an inch below the pupil, right at the cheekbone, right in the center. And you would say this fear about my previous birth. And then you would do it underneath your nose, which is your upper lip, that little area where it's indented there, you would do it there underneath the nose. And then uh, chin point is not not actually your chin, it's right that little indentation right below your lower lip, and you would tap there a few times. Then you would tap on your collarbone area, which generally what that is is if you were going to pat yourself 
on your chest, right, um, encompassing both areas on either side of the collarbone. There's two points there. And then you would um, tap underneath your arm, which uh, for men it would be right underneath their armpit in line with their nipple, or for women right at the um, where the bra strap would be underneath the arm. You would, and you would do the reminder phrase there, and then back at the top of the head, and you and that would that would be a full cycle of um, of tapping. Now, before you actually do that, I, I forgot to mention is when you think of that specific event and the emotions that come up for you when you remember that specific event, you want to rate that emotion on a, on a scale of zero to ten on how bad it makes you feel. Ten being that you're the most fearful. And zero, of course, no fear whatsoever. So usually yeah. when someone hasn't worked on on their previous um, negative experience, you know, their their fear or their memory of, of that event is usually on the high side. So you want to take note on where you're at because what happens is then after you do a round of tapping, you go back to that zero to ten scale, and that's called a sub-scale, which is, subjective units of distress is what that means. And so you want to go back to that and, and see, do you still feel fear, uh, still feel fearful and is it is that come down in value? Is it less? Um, or has it shifted to a different feeling? Like has it shifted to a sadness for not having um, uh, been able to get the birth that you desired? And and then well, you keep I, working on that until you want yeah. to get that sud down to zero as 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 best possible. Right. Well, you know what you've described uh, in broad strokes is is fascinating to me, and I'm sure to many of the listeners. I do have some questions about the process. First of all, what if a person has multiple events that has caused them to be afraid, which is very often the case. It's not just one event that people have in their mind that's making them fearful. What if we're dealing with a human being, a complex human being with multiple events causing fear, panic, emotional turbulence? Like, wh- how do you approach it then? Oh, that that's a fantastic question. Well, the best way to approach it, and, and those who read about EFT, and, and you can get the manual pretty easily, um, there's a... a a procedure that's called a personal peace procedure. And basically, you you get yourself a journal and you create chapters about your life. And you're basically going to write down all the events in your life that you, if you could do your life over, you, you would say, you know, I really wouldn't want to do this event again. You know, I wouldn't want to have to do this again. Um, and you could do chapters like, you know, Events about mom, a chapter about dad, a chapter about brother, a chapter about sister, a chapter about XYZ coworker, a, a chapter about um, your experience in kindergarten, you know, memories of kindergarten, or you know, and you could just divide out those chapters, and then each chapter you write down really specific events even if it's minute where um i came i handed in this paper to my teacher and i remember them giving me this look of disgust it could be really super specific and what happens is if you really are thorough at examining 
all your previous events, you can easily come up with over a hundred events that Absolutely. you would rather have not have experienced. Absolutely. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah. And so what you do then, um, and you can do this on your own after you after you uh, uh, read how to do the EFT, is you could go uh, event by event and write down, okay, in remembering this event, this is how I feel, felt, and it was a, a sub-level of eight, and it was I was angry because this happened. So you, even though I felt angry because so-and-so stole whatever from me, I completely and deeply accept myself. You do that three times on the karate shop part, uh, part of your hand, and then you go through the points, and you remind yourself, I, you know, I felt angry, I felt angry. And things that you want to come up when you do one specific event, you want to be cognizant of, well, does it, do you suddenly get a twinge, like a gut-wrenching feeling? Do you feel it in your gut? Do you feel it in your heart? Do you, does it give you a pain in the neck? And you write that down, and then you actually tap about that pain that you're feeling. And 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 each time you do that, you always want to give it a a, a suds level, which is you know give it a zero to ten, how bad you're feeling the pain or the or the emotion, and you keep tapping on just that specific event. Now what happens is, as you, what you want to do is, if you're doing this on your own, you want to go back as early as possible, because. The early events that happen to us as uh, in the young years, especially if it's events that you can remember um, uh, for earlier than six years old, those are the events that actually um, created our belief system of the world. So if you can find the events that go all the way back there and work on those first, then you're you're helping to actually remedy even other events that happen to you later on in life. So, um, and and sometimes, you know, when you're doing this, I've had clients come to me where they've learned about EFT, maybe through my website, and uh, they started doing things on their own. And it actually opened up a lot of memories that they had repressed, and it sort of freaked them out. And luckily they call me and they say, hey, you know, I can't do this by myself because now I find myself going all over the place, can't really focus, and it's really freaking me out because I'm remembering all this negative stuff. So then that's when it's really a good idea to hire an EFT coach, someone like myself or there's others who can actually guide you and and work on specific events as far in your past as possible. And the other thing that I do uh, with EFT, which is a, a more advanced form of EFT, is called matrix reimprinting. And what could, matrix could you reimprinting? The name of that again. I'm sorry. What is that matrix, called again? Matrix. Yeah. M A T R I X, like the movie. Right. right. Matrix reimprinting. Reimprinting. Okay. Yeah, and what and the fun part of matrix reimprinting is it uses your EF the EFT, and you guide someone back to as early as possible that they can remember that um, an event that caused them to maybe feel like the world is unsafe or they can't trust their body or those kind of foundational foundational belief systems, and go to a specific event and help them actually 
use the matrix or the field, which, you know, in, in quantum physics, right, where there's a whole field, the, we, our lives are being lived in multiple universes, right? All at, like, I'm, I'm here talking to you, but in a different universe, I'm five years old, right? No, and, and, and these ex- universes are, exist simultaneously. That's the thing. Correct, exactly. It's- so with matrix reimprinting, uh, you actually teach uh, the client to go back not only re- uh, to that day, not, not to relive the event, but they actually go back to the event, they freeze frame it, because when something happens to you that's negative, what in order to protect yourself, what your body does is it, it causes what it, it creates a trauma capsule around that event. That makes and, perfect and, sense. And, and and creates this little trauma capsule that puts it out there in the field, holds it there, because basically your body isolates you from it, but at the same time re- remembers it. So that way. Whatever happens to you now in the present, your body then will refer back to, oh, is this similar to what happened back then because that's not safe. And then that's why you tend to sort of like keep repeating um, self-sabotaging type of behavior because of of that trauma capsule. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all all very fascinating. I have one question before you go on because we're – we're rapidly running out of time, believe it or not. This tapping process that you described. Now, if you if somebody is working with a practitioner such as yourself, you demonstrate to the individual exactly which meridians to tap on and how to do it. But then the person is oh left yeah, to- and see, and with Matrix, they they've learned the basic tapping technique, and they actually go into the field and they um, tap on their younger version of themselves. And they actually help that younger version of themselves um, heal in that actual um, event. And uh, the re-imprinting part is that when that younger version of themselves heals and feels like they're in a safe place, then they actually can re-imprint the image of how... um, uh, how they've changed that image in, in, in their memory, basically, out in the field. They can re-imprint the feelings of safety um, instead of being t- unsafe. So it's almost it's really as if cool. the event, which at, at the, the initial point uh, that it occurred back when in the day, um, caused the neural transmitters to like almost label it as a trauma, and it became packaged that way and stayed that way until it was yeah. disassembled and sort of repositioned in one consciousness to not be a traumatic event. Exactly. And 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 not only that, but not only did your body uh, and your energy system label it as a traumatic event, but you actually um, uh, uh, you actually learned something. You learned maybe from a specific event, hey, the world isn't safe, or, you know, I'm not really worth that much. You know what I mean? Those are right. all, like, core beliefs that we learn when we're um, from the time of birth to uh, six years old. And because in that time frame, we're in delta and theta waves in our brains, and we're like a sponge. And, <clears throat> and everything that happens to us, we're absorbing. And... um 
And with uh, the work of matrix or imprinting, then, yeah, you can go back there and help your future self can help your younger version of yourself. And then that does translate to all the neural pathways of your whole body. And Absolutely. I've seen huge shifts in the present when when they get to the point where they've helped their younger version of themselves heal right in that moment and yes. then bring that positive energy all through their body to the present and all into the universe. And um, huge, huge shifts in, in not only how people see themselves, but how they respond to to their world. It's absolutely fascinating work. And I want to say to, to you, Ilya, and to all our listeners, I, I believe that when you can master your, the emotional plane in your life and become less reactive in every moment, you are a very lucky person indeed, and you've come a long way to achieving happiness while embodied in your physical body. A long, long way, way beyond what most people are going to achieve. Absolutely. And the good part of it is you end up not having to do every single negative event that's ever happened to you because what happens is you work on those early events and you find that all these other events, suddenly they don't have any triggering emotions to you because of the generalization effect. I hate to interrupt you. We're rapidly running out of time. I want to thank you for being a guest on Monergy Life. Your website, awakenyourlifepower.com. Ilya Blandino, a practitioner of EFT and tapping, a healer, a, a midwife and nurse practitioner. Thank you so much for being on Monergy Life. And um, the time went way too quickly. Hopefully, I'll have you on. I know. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. My my pleasure as well. Good night to all our listeners and have a very enjoyable rest of the evening. Good night, everybody. Good night.